Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome at this. This is episode 131. This is the post-Christmas food coma episode. I'm still recovering from the triple potato dinner that I had to make. For my family yesterday, Cecil. I think every every episode is the food coma episode. <laughs> because if I'm not eating, I'm in a food right. coma. It's, if, if you're not eating, it's, it's only because at the moment your esophagus will not take anymore. Right. Like you've packed your stomach <laughs> to the point where you've got that like horrifying like, uh-oh, I filled my actual esophagus with food. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you were it's like when you used to fill up your gas tank and you used to click click right. click 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 until it get all the way up to the top. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's what I do with food like, every time I eat. Your body's like, "Do not top off. Do not top off." <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it. God damn it. I said $20 when I went in there. I'm getting all $20 into this tank. Not Howdy, folks. This is your conservative candidate, Sid Miller, running for Texas Agriculture Commissioner. To all my Christian brothers and sisters out there, I'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas. To all my Jewish friends, I hope you had a happy Hanukkah. To all the folks out there that are atheists, good luck. Merry Christmas and have a happy, happy, happy New Year. So, Cecil, this first story comes from the Friendly Atheist blog. Uh, this guy's running for elected office in Texas. So he just trashed atheists in his latest campaign ad. Texas Republican Sid Miller is running to become the state's agricultural commissioner. It's a big race down in Texas. Big deal, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, so I like the, the wording here. He has to beef up his conservative <laughs> credentials. I think he beefs him up just with the hat and the shit-eating grin he's got in that photo. Oh, yeah. Look at that guy. Look at that. I would hire this man. He looks like man. Boss Hog. Doesn't he look like he Boss totally Hog? He totally does. Like, I saw this, and I immediately <laughs> jumped into a charger through the window. Like, I don't even own one, so they were a little surprised when I jumped in there. Right, but I just flashed right. a picture of this guy, and they're like, eh, understood. And they, we jumped over a crick. It was great. Yeah, they were, it was, yeah. yeah. There's like a Yahoo. Some girl wore short pants. It was great. It was, it was great. awesome. It was a lifetime experience. Um, I do like in the video that he's he's being sincere, um, and you can tell that he's sincere because he's flashing his shiny ass dome and holding his fucking thirty seven gallon hat to his chest respectfully. That's how you yeah, know oh, a man yeah. from Texas is being sincere. You right. know when you take right. off the hat 
and you hold it to your chest. That's a symbol that your heart is about to explode and you're going to catch it in your hat. That's how sincere you're being right now. Right, yeah. right. You're just keeping it in there. You're making sure. It's like sincerity like a fucking chest burster. That's what it is. <laughs> Why do atheists need luck? Like, do I, are atheists more likely to gamble? Like, is that why we need luck? I don't understand why we need luck. Is he going to give us a head start before he pulls his sidearm? Like, I don't know. Like, what's the luck for? You know, that's a good question, right? Because it's like, and to my atheist friends, good luck. Well, wait a minute. If you're right, I don't think this is determined by luck. Right. There's no luck involved. And if there is luck involved, then I guess I'll just turn the table back on you. Be like, fucking good luck to you too, 10 gallon. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) Right. Well, what he's saying, you know, what he's really saying, right? I mean, like, let's cut the bullshit. What he's saying is, is to all the folks out there that are Christian, Merry Christmas to all my Jewish friends, Happy Hanukkah, and to all the atheists, enjoy hell. That's what he's really saying. He's not saying good luck. Ha, 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 good luck. He's saying enjoy hell because you don't believe in something and therefore you're going to go to hell. And it's like, okay, cool. I don't care when people tell me I'm going to go to hell. Like it doesn't bother me at all when somebody's like, you're going to go to hell. Be like, awesome. Well, you're going to go to Santa's workshop. I know, right? (laughs) Good. Enjoy. Fuck. I hope you like candy canes because you're going to get a lot of them. You're going to get fucking, you're going to have to stand at the glory hole and suck a candy cane all day. (laughs) It would be more of a threat if somebody was like, you're going to go to Cincinnati. Be like, yeah, I'd be more likely. Yeah, right. You'd be like, okay, that's at least possible. And right. I, and equally yeah, horrible. Be like I've course, been there. Right. I mean, it's just sort of, Oh, when do I get to leave? Never. Yeah. Never. No, I, I'm stuck in Cincy. Can forever. I swing over to Dayton for a day trip. No, nothing. Yeah. I get nothing. <laughs> oh, fuck. God. Indianapolis is a short right. trip. No, I can't okay, swing over it. the river to Louisville or something. And no, no, no. no sorry. You know, there's a church right down the street from me that says something like, uh, uh, "Atheists, you better pray you're right." And I'm always what? like, "You don't understand how this works." Right? No kidding. Right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, and you better evidence you're right. Know, right? So <laughs> get on that. It's and it's funny because it's actually like. Um, uh, all things considered, it's a reasonably uh, liberal church. Like they have like the right, yeah. the sign that has you know the rainbow flag and it says like all people are welcome here and you know yeah yeah. So all things considered, it's not they're just like making a tongue in cheek joke, right? Like sure, you know. Sure. And I think that's aimed at people who are on the fence. You know, that's the only way that that because these are directed messages. These are these are messages sure. for people who are like, oh man, maybe I do believe because I'm scared of going to hell. Because that's why you should believe sure, in yeah. something. That's yeah. why my child loves me. That's how you That's how you know love is worth having, Cecil. Well, I'll tell you, that's why he's probably good around Christmas, though, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, right. like, let's look at the Santa myth, and you could see some clear evidence for that. I mean, it's just like, better be good or Santa's going to not bring you fucking a million things. Be like, okay, I guess I'll be good. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just right. It's 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 way, it's a way in which to coerce someone to to do something by telling them a myth, and we have millions of those things. And Christianity just happens to be one we didn't drop. I don't know why, but I think it's a reasonable thing to do to withhold your love until somebody loves you more first. That's that's <laughs> definitely the way to do it. Isn't that what you're doing by saying like if you don't love me, you'll go to I'll, you go to hell? Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna withhold my love until you love me first more. 
but then I'll squeeze you super tight. It'll be awesome. It is awesome. It's like a five-year-old logic. (laughs) I mean, it really is like five-year-old logic. I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. So this story comes from NiagaraFallsReview.ca. Um, I'll stick to muggle science, thanks. This is an editorial piece by Grant LaFleche from The Standard. Um, and this story is about how naturopaths are fighting to try to get uh, the ability to uh, order medical tests and prescribe powerful medicines. Despite their total inability to do so. I, should, I, I actually am going to fight the same fight for people in uh, real estate. I want to be able to order medical tests. In <laughs> real estate? <laughs> well, I just want to be able to order MRIs. Like somebody comes in for a yeah. closing and I want to be like, ooh, I'm going to have to do an MRI. You know, Maybe a CAT scan. Let me, let me see what kind of insurance you have. I don't know that, that real estate is, is as good a analogy. I think what we could say is, let's say, engineers. Because according to this article... The people do go through hours and hours, thousands of hours of training is what they said, thousands of hours of training. And that seems like a lot of training. It's like, okay, that seems like a lot of training, but they're learning how to do things that are either just complete bunk because they're learning how to do homeopathy, which is what you're learning how to do what, but they're, I'm sure they're learning other things that are total <laughs> bunk, right? Right. But n- necessarily, they don't have anything to do with medicine. So you're, right. you're basically learning something that doesn't have anything to do with the thing that you want the power to give to other people. That doesn't, I mean, it, it really makes so little sense that they would even want this power that I just don't understand. I mean, it, they clearly want it so that they can, they can, you know, break into, you know, giving people prescription drugs so that they can make money. they clearly want to make money. They want to be the only provider. They don't want to just be an alternative provider. They want to be the only provider of things. Well, isn't it funny? Because for such a long time, you know, the two, like the two scopes of practice. I don't even like using that terminology because, you know, this is not even practicing medicine. You're you know giving I mean? it a legitimacy it doesn't deserve. But, you know, the one has been diametrically opposed to the other, right? So the, sure. the uh, alternative medicine people are always telling you about how, you know, oh, my God, you took, uh, you know, prednisone. You're going to, you know, your balls are going to fall off and your eyeballs will explode. Like, you're going to. Forget everything Good tomorrow Lord. and pregnant like, zone. Like, not even once. Come on, now. <laughs> it's like you may as well fucking drink crocodile straight. Like it's that bad. Like just <laughs> drink a whole crocodile. <laughs> just <laughs> they're a bitch just, to get down. You gotta, you gotta really. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like they're always telling you like this crazy shit, and then they'll tell you that they've got like the magic cure of like vibrational spooky water or whatever. You know that like. <laughs> At some point, this water, you know, had a... Are you familiar with with homeopathy? uh, Yeah, yeah. Where they have, like, the vibrations, like the... It's like, you take the the water, right? And then you play the Beach Boys' good vibrations (laughs) very loudly. But it's got to be through good speakers, so that's that's an important key. And then the good vibrations get stuck in the water, and then... But they're diluted, you know, because otherwise that shit would be, like, too much to handle. Come on, now, nobody can drink that. It'd be like a... It'd be... You'd basically take that glass of water and turn it into, like, a a big, like, tall glass of sun-kissed. 
if yeah. you <laughs> did that. So. It's like a fucking nuclear reaction yeah. in there. You got to be careful, which is why you have to put it in Pyrex. Yeah. So any other kind <laughs> of glass, like it's got to be that borosilicate glass. Yeah, otherwise very it specific. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a science. I yeah. mean, this is like a legit yeah. science. There, there's even a test tube, uh, like in the background of some of the images. So that's how you know. Sure. And maybe yeah. like pipettes are yeah. involved. So they what they what point. they literally do is they put a drop of something in <laughs> of it, right? And then they then they add like the entire ocean worth of water. Like what do they how do they how do they keep to do they add, they they basically take a drop of it, put it in a in a container of water, then they take a drop of that and put it in a container or a different container of water, and they keep doing that over and over, right? Yeah, the yeah, because they have to dilute it until there's no more of the thing left and all there is is like the energy of the thing ah the energy of and the, the, thing. the theory is it's like an like, energon cube from transformers or something yeah dude it's just it's just fucking total bullshit you know what i mean it's like i mean at some point what are you not ingesting if you're ingesting everything that was once nearish the water that you're close to maybe drinking at some point i mean it's like we're, then then it has the all of it in it. It just has the fucking all of it. Like on a fucking atom by atom level, like this atom has probably been at some point fucking breathed out by Napoleon. Like am I now going to be cured of Napoleon disease or something? Like it's just crazy. Like it's just, it'd be like, it'd be like being an alchemist, right? When you're like, I can turn lead to gold. And then later you're like, but also I would like to buy your gold. You're like, well, what do you want to buy my gold for? You can just make gold, right? Like you have the cure. Very true. You have homeopathy. Very You've got true. the cure for the all of it. Yeah. So why do you want to sell me medicine that's not this? Like if this medicine is the cure for everything, what in the world do you want to have a test? Why would you even do tests? What would you test for? Just have a glass of water. Like that's the medicine for all of it. Yeah, no, that's a really good point because, you know, like you said earlier, they have been diametrically opposed to these these other doctors for years and years and years. They've been that's what they do. They just they demonize regular traditional. What I don't even know what you call it, just medicine. Let's just call it medicine. Medicine. They demonize yeah, right. medicine and they praise alternative therapies and alternative uh, ways in which to distribute medicine. So they 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 love you know the homeopathy. They talk about chiropractors. They talk about. Um, you know, fucking acupuncture, Reiki, all that stuff. They all that stuff is legitimate, and the the uh, the regular medicine is not legitimate. It's big pharma or whatever they want to. You know, whatever yeah, they're however right. they're going to demonize it is what they're going to demonize it. But what you know, it it, it makes it makes no sense that they would want to because now it, it seems like you're basically giving credence to the thing that you've been fighting against for so long, and you're basically saying, yeah, well that works, and I'm gonna prescribe it to you well why do you want to that's that's a totally valid point um i you know a homeopathy is just one thing that a naturopath does They're, they do all kinds of other stuff i don't know what the depth of their knowledge is but you know i think it's it's never a good idea to let someone you know in a field that should be so highly regulated like medicine to let them in just like, you know, with a fucking prescription book in their hand and just be like, I can fucking do whatever I want. Like, that seems like a really <laughs> bad idea. So this is the next story comes from, appropriately enough, CairoTV.com. <clears throat> Chiropractors head to Haiti, Dominican Republic. 
A team of 68 chiropractors from around the world is headed to Haiti and the Dominican Republic for 10 days to provide humanitarian relief. No actual relief to be provided. Oh, my God. chiropractors. Can you imagine showing up in Haiti and, like, somebody's like, I need a food and a medicine. You're like, oh, yeah, but maybe it's subluxations from the earthquake that shook your spine out of joint. No. Maybe it's I'm hungry. (laughs) No, that's not a thing. Yeah, right? That's not a thing that happened. Yeah, they were dealing with this homeopathy, too. There was, like, homeopathy people that were going to go over there a while back, and now they're sending chiropractors over. You know, just take the weight of the chiropractors and give them tools. Be like, here's hammers. I know. Here's that a would be bag more of useful. fucking hammers. That is <laughs> so much more useful. And it's rare that somebody says, you're less useful than a bag of hammers. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, and not be ironic or, like, right. fucking with you. Yeah. It's like... It's actually no. It, it'd be fucking super, super useful. You know that right. that place is still devastated. You know you what? They, they, there's a lot of earthquake stuff that is still not done. You know what needs to happen over there? There's a bunch of different uh, places that you can micro loan to Haiti and to like. Yeah. You know yeah. that's what needs to happen. That's a yeah. great way to help bring that economy up is to micro loan over there. You know, I know that there's a couple of ones that are specific to Haiti, but also Kiva, I'm sure, works over there. There are some ways in which you can get those people funds to do good work over there and then they, you know, they pay back. And one of those best best parts about that, like Kiva and stuff, is they pay it back and then it's 25 bucks or whatever that you donate. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to loan it to somebody else now because it's paid back. I could take it out if I wanted. I could just right. put my money in there and be like, I'm going to take it out. I'm just going to take it back. No, you don't have to. You can, you know, keep on giving it out and giving it out and giving it out. And then more and more people get a chance to utilize those funds. That's a good way in which to, you know, grow a, a place that's been devastated like that where people want to work, et cetera, instead of sending these people over there. Because chiropractic does nothing. It's like, I mean, it literally does nothing. It may actually harm you. There's people who have been injured by chiropractors, have had their necks broken, have had their, you know, I mean, and I'm not, st- and like DJ Grothy, right? I'm, I'm covering my tracks here by saying, I'm not saying a chiropractor did it. I'm saying there are chiropractors that have done it, right? So I just, I feel like, you know, this is a bad call. It's, it's, you know, you're not doing any kind of like help at all. And instead you're just, you're sending over somebody who's just going to be like, okay, lay down for a little bit. I'm going to touch your back. Okay. Now squeeze your legs. Cracky, cracky time to go back to work and shovel up some rubble. (laughs) Rubble, rubble. The, um, you know, I will say that this group is bringing food assistance. Sure. Just bring um, the food. Which is great. Like, that's great. And the group that's going also sponsors an orphanage um, for for children of parents who died in the earthquake. Um, That's also good work. Like, that's great work. But don't go. Like, every dollar you spend on yourself to get on the plane, to fly to Haiti, to get off the plane, to eat a food, to put yourself up, like, that's money that could be spent helping people. I appreciate that they're bringing food over there. I do. I appreciate that they're setting up an orphanage. But just don't waste your fucking limited resources on nonsense. That's the thing. I mean, like, I'm sure that's the issue you've got. I mean, just yeah. stop 
Stop doing that. These people don't need your pet projects. I'm so sick of when, like, some some tragedy occurs somewhere in the world, you know, like a fucking typhoon or a hurricane or a tsunami or an earthquake or whatever it is, and everybody fucking dusts off their pet projects so they can polish their dick in some, you know, part of the world that needs the help so they can fly back and, and tout what a good fucking person they are. Yep. Um, that's, it's just, it's just garbage. It's nonsense. It's fucking mean spirited. You're doing it. You know, I, I, maybe I'm being a total dick, but I can't help but think that there is at least a, a, a significant portion of this is ego based. Sure. It's all, it's is, all PR and ego. That's it. Yeah. You know, you want to go so you can, and you know, part of me also thinks it's a little bit of fucking inferiority complex because you know, every, every fucking chiropractor I've ever met calls themselves doctor. And they would not be welcome at Doctors Without Borders. No, So part not. of me thinks that they're just like, well, then I'll be a chiropractor without borders. You know, we'll go do some good. And it's like, yeah, you know what? The Doctors Without Borders fucking reject your application for a reason. Yeah. Well, and, they, and you know, the other thing, too, is like, how are you going to get these guys to come back for a second visit to pay for your bulk payment? There's no right, way you're exactly. going to be able to, you're not going to be able to string <laughs> these people along. Right. These are not people you're going to be able to get any money out of chiropractors. Just stay in the really rich neighborhoods with people with excess money and not enough brains. That's where you need to stay. So we're going to take a short break, give you some information, some valuable, valuable information. And then we're going to come back and talk about some really hilarious stuff. No actual value to the information implied. No hilarity implied. Want to get in touch with the show? send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Like the podcast page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dissonance pod, or just type cognitive dissonance into the Facebook search bar. Want your voice featured on our show? Leave a short message on our Google Voice at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Visit DissonancePod.com to see the news stories featured in the show, buy apps and merchandise, or just leave a comment. And to everyone who helps spread the word about the show by sharing it, tweeting it, and rating it on iTunes, glory hole, you fucking rock. So this comes from Skeptophilia Blogspot. Elf Highway Blockade. The fuck. The actual (laughs) fuck, Cecil. The fuck? Uh, evidently, if you're trying to build a fucking highway uh, in Iceland, you can be stopped by elves. Elves. Now, here in the States, we had a similar problem with the Ents, uh, but we just cut them down because those are trees yeah. <laughs> and not actual right. walking about magic right. creatures. right. So uh, until Legolas shows up and starts fucking arrowing a few construction workers. That would be awesome if he did. <laughs> I think we have very little to worry. You know, I've seen a lot of Lord of the Rings movies. The mm-hmm. elves can fucking take care of themselves. Like, can you imagine if you tried to build, if you like try to pull some fucking eminent domain shit on like Legolas's house? <laughs> like, what? They'd be like, really? I'm fucking 600 years old. Super fast and kind of like made of knives. Yeah, <laughs> made Are of knives. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Whenever I hear elves, though, 
I don't think of like the Lord of the Rings elves. I think of like Will Ferrell in that movie where he's dressed like an elf. Like that's what I think of. Elf. I'm just like, it, it's like a Christmas elf. Like that's an elf. Like the elves from the other movies or whatever. It's like, oh, that's too new. That's like, you know, this last century, somebody thought that shit up. This is like old timey, like weird Christmas. Actually, they thought the same thing up last century with Santa Claus or whatever, but who cares? <laughs> just, just bear with me on this. No, I just think of like old, like, like the fucking like Christmas elf. At some point, like I was like, when you said like the elf from Will Ferrell, like I'm just picturing like how friendly he was. He'd be like, hey, are you guys destroying my home? Yeah. Cool. Can I help? <laughs> He'd be like riding uh, the bulldozer with a fucking shit-eating grin on his face. Like, oh yeah, I fucking trashed my family home. I don't understand how a civilized people can actually look at this and be like, well, we do need the highway. Gosh. Ooh, but there is the problem of the magic creatures no one can see. But but I, I want to point out, that brings me to my, my favorite paragraph uh, from this article. Um, so the project is, some feel that the elf thing is a bit annoying, said Andre Schneer Magnussen, <laughs> a prominent ice. You like that? I think I nailed Schneer. that, by the way. I love it. Schneer. I know it's an A and an E. And There's an really A and snuggly. an E together. They probably make an F sound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the snuggle letters do. It's, snuggle letters. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> why there's letters. no space between them. But, well, that's awesome. Yeah, they do. Um, you need another fucking thing. Don't we have enough things? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Anyway. A prominent Icelandic environmentalist says this is the best part. However, I got married in a church <laughs> yeah. with a god just as invisible as the elves. Yeah. <laughs> so what might seem irrational is actually quite common. And I, I like that he points out that the elves are as irrational as God, but that I also sort of like that he's saying like, hey, if it's common, then it must be yeah, rational. No, that's totally true. You're like, <laughs> wait a minute. So you, you guy. Yeah. That's not how that works. This is, this is weird because it's like, you know, what's what's probably going to happen is, is I don't know if we have an Icelandic listener. OK, maybe we do. But um, if they if if somebody sends us an email, they might say something like that. This group, this Friends of Lava, which is what they're called, um, is a tiny little group that convinced somehow convinced the government not to build this road. Sure. I'm sure they are. That's because probably like if you go through and like ask all the people in Iceland if they give a shit about an elf. Whether or not, you know, like, it's like either put them to work or get them off my road. Those are your two fucking options. You know what I mean? Like, that's what would happen over here. Hell, people would be out hunting them over here. Are you kidding me? I'd get a fucking elf license. You get like an elf tag. You go out. With antlers or without? (laughs) Well, it's not antlers. It's it's how big their ears are. So you want to get like a, you know, you get the buck and he's got like a six inch ears. And you're just like, man, I got these six inch ears last year. Hang them on your wall. Open letters with them. <laughs> you know, a lot of times we look overseas and we're all like, man, they had awesome, good ideas about all these different things. Then you're like, wait, you're not building a road because of elves? What? <laughs> you're supposed to be more progressive. Progress you, past the elves. You can't build quarries because of the dwarves. Yeah. Man. I mean, you can't. 
There's so many things <laughs> you so can't do. You can't build. Can't fly because of the dragons. I like that they're friends of the lava. Um, I bet that was a real popular group after the fucking volcanoes. Oh, I know. <laughs> like super popular group. Everyone's looking over at the friends of the lava. Like really? You couldn't tell them. Not maybe to you do could that? fucking call your friends and tell them to settle the fuck down. Do you ever see the name of that fucking volcano? Uh, it's awesome. You ever hear the uh, NPR stories where they pronounce it? Uh-uh. It's fucking, it's fucking awesome. Because you know that they practice that in the mirror the morning before. Like, like whatever the fuck that thing is called. <laughs> that's what it's called. No, you nailed it. That's it. I think I did. That's exactly that, yeah, it. Well, I'm going to look that up real quick because it's like 77 letters long. And like they're all consonants, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you totally need to buy a vol. You got to call Pat Sajak. Iceland volcano name. Oh, no, it's full of vowels. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, can, oh, there's a listen to it. I think I got it. It's yokel. Isn't it yokel at the end? Isn't that how you say, say yokel? You basically yokel. just have to He sounds like he's, like he's fucking... It sounds like he has to, like, his tonsils are fighting when he's saying it. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's just fucking crazy. Like, that's like the name of a sword in a fucking fantasy novel. I, right? Well, you, your brain won't even try to... Pro- like, when I see words like that, my brain's just like, mm, I'm going to recognize the basic shape of that word. Yeah, <laughs> me too. When I'm reading like, a book, and it's like, oh, and the name of the sword was Hingaburger. And you're like, yeah, whatever, dude. That's great. I'm not gonna even going to pay... I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. When people's names no. are longer than, like, eight characters, I'm just like, that's P. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. Uh, uh, fucking go get them, P. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. What up, dog? Go get Volcano <laughs> in Iceland. Yeah. It's actually shorter just to say that Iceland volcano that blew up a while ago. <laughs> in 2010. <laughs> According to the Islam Quran, I think there's a rule in there that if you are a Muslim and you switch to another religion, there is some kind of punishment that's done to you, like beheading or some other type of death. Is this correct? And if so, how does this apply to Obama? And if so, what should we do about it? Look, uh, obviously the the situation of Barack Obama's religion is much vexed and uh, very murky, probably intentionally so. Uh, There are several things about it. His father and his stepfather were Muslims, so yes, according to Islamic law, he's a Muslim. Uh, and he identifies himself as a Christian now, which would technically make him an apostate. Muhammad, the, the uh, prophet of Islam, said anybody changes his religion, that is, leaves Islam, kill him. And so the death, the death penalty for apostasy from Islam is also something that's taught by all the sects and all the schools of Islamic jurisprudence. There's not one that doesn't teach it. Uh, and yet nobody in the Muslim world, you notice, is ever calling for... Barack Obama to be executed as an apostate. Now, with so many hotheads and firebrands and uh, hardliners, you would think that somebody would say that, unless maybe they know something. (laughs) This story comes from Right Wing Watch. Trent Frank agrees, and so it must be settled, that Obama is either a secret Muslim or just acting like one. Well, then there you go, Cecil. Trent Frank agrees. And a man with two (laughs) first names agreeing on such an important topic <laughs> lends tremendous credibility right and his name his last name is frank yeah. that means he's telling the truth right yeah being honest he's giving it to you straight 
Trent Frank yeah. with a tough sounding name like Trent Frank. <laughs> tough I mean, come on. The That's hard like, streets of Would Max Arizona. Power lie to you? Max <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> What is the secret, like, is it like a secret society that he belongs to? Like a secret society of Muslims that are like, shh, we're Muslims, but we're not telling anybody yeah, we're Muslims. Shh. But <laughs> we're not telling anybody that we're Muslims. Uh, but we are telling the one billion Muslims right. that we're Muslim. <laughs> so we didn't say anything to all the Christians. There's no way that they could get that message to just to just the I mean, that they that they could broadcast a message to everybody. They have to just tell there's only a special, there's a special way that you get that message only to the one billion people that are Muslims because they all have like, like they all have like those earpieces in from like, uh, like, uh, they're like, uh, secret service people. Right. They all have like the earpieces in and they just touch their ear real quick. And With the like, curly oh. wire. They're like agents the from ear. the matrix. Yeah. yeah. They're like agents from the matrix. They touch their ear a little bit and they're like, Oh, got a message from Obama. Hold on. Oh, okay. He's Muslim. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey guys. Uh, yeah, that one's cool. He's in. Yeah. Well, well, you know, the problem is, Cecil, that they started off having a secret handshake, uh, but yeah. they cut off so many hands, that ended up just being a stump bump. <laughs> stump bump! <laughs> right, that's what you gotta do. It's, it was, uh... Yeah, yeah, fucking, sure, a stump bump, sure. Although, in some Muslim countries, you could get your head cut off for that, so <laughs> you just want to be careful. Well, that's a stump bump of a different kind. It you is. Know. It is. It's different. And it happens in the men's bathroom. So. <laughs> One, well, you know, the argument here is uh, as crazy as possible. The argument here is that um, Obama's father was a Muslim, which technically makes Obama a Muslim. Which may or may not be true. Yeah, I don't Who know cares? if that's true or not. But that since Obama says he's a Christian, but that doesn't rule out him being a Muslim. Because the Muslims believe that Christianity is like enfolded within the right, uh, right. faith tradition of Islam, yeah, so he yeah. can tell you that he's a Christian. This is this is their logic. He can tell you that he's a Christian without lying, because I think he's trying to say that all Muslims are Christians, but they're just like in that Venn diagram, you know, like the circle is just eating the other, you know. So it's. They're all sort of, but then I don't know what the purpose of making that distinction then would be and why you would even. I think, I think what he's saying, Tom, let me see if I can parse it out. I don't know that I can, but, um, and I'm, you know, I may actually be, you know, partially insane this after may I'm break done, your right? brain. Yeah. My, I just like, like part of my brain just leaves. It's just like, I'm not here anymore. You just can't use me. I'm not letting you, not like it yells me use it anyway, but, um, the, I think what he's saying is, is that. Because uh, Islam has roots in both Judaism and Christianity, they can say something like, I'm a Christian, but what they're really saying is, I, I'm a Christian, I understand the Christian principles through the Muslim religion, is what he's saying. I gotcha. Does, does that make sense? It, I mean, I don't know if it, it does. It doesn't it really make doesn't. sense. But I mean, if I were religious, maybe it would, I guess. I don't know. But I just, I mean, I just, I just, I think it's ridiculous to think like, you know, you take, you're, you're taking other people on their word of what they say they are, right? When nobody's asking Pat Robertson, nobody's saying on their side, like, yeah, well, Pat Robertson says he's a Christian, but, you know, is he a Christian? Right. 
is he really a Christian? It's like, you take his word for it. He says, I'm a Christian. And you say, okay, good, you're a Christian. You know, nobody's saying, is Richard Dawkins really an atheist? Is he really an atheist? You know, no, right. you're like, Richard yeah. Dawkins says he's an atheist. He's an atheist. But for some reason, for at this point now, in 2013, we've been hearing President Obama for, what, five years say, I am a Christian. And we still don't believe him? Why don't we believe him? Because it's convenient and it's a good way to demonize him because there's obviously there's a tie with Muslims and terrorism in our country. But also there's, you know, there's been, you know, problems with us attacking them and back and forth. So it's a great way to demonize him. It's a great way to say he's in cahoots. Well, doesn't explain all the drone strikes. He's the worst fucking friend of the Muslim ever. Like, he's just a terrible friend of the Muslims. Like, just just awful. He's just terrible at it. He's really not good at being part of this. You know, the, the funny thing to me, though, is that he's using the logic. Like, this is like a Christian guy, right, who's saying, because his argument is that because Obama's father was a Muslim, and in the Islamic tradition, that makes the children Muslim then that makes Obama Muslim, right? But in order to adhere to that, I have to believe in the Islamic faith tradition's practices. So he's using the faith of the enemy, of his enemy, of of something that he perceives in a threatening way. Obviously, the speaker is. So he's saying like, yes, if you you, you you are Muslim, then this is what you believe. And he's using that and saying, like, so then it must be true. But that's the only part of it that he'll admit to being true. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not saying, like, all of Islam is true. He's just saying, like, this part is true because it's rhetorically convenient to me to twist this logic around and create, like, definition where definition doesn't exist. If we don't get to define our own religious b- practices and religious beliefs— then there is simply no point in having them. Like, there's no point in even having a conversation about religion. Is If religion isn't, if religion is just a cultural heritage, um, then I'm Methodist, Cecil. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know. I'm, I'm Catholic Lutheran. Right. Because I have to be both, evidently. Yeah, I get it. Well, does it come from your dad or does it come from your mom? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, that's the thing, right? Because if you're Jewish, because, it comes from because mom. Because if it's Obama, right, is, wasn't his mom Christian or whatever? Like his mom yeah. wasn't. So, you know, which one so is it? Do you have to Thunderdome the books you, and see which one No, you have to Thunderdome your parents. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you just, maybe we should just internationally outlaw interfaith marriage. Yeah. And that way, that's true. That's true. We won't have to wrestle with I these think thorny if we issues my, bullshit. I think if we thunderdome my parents, my mom would totally win. All she has to Your do is would... sneeze, and my dad would just be <laughs> blown away. <laughs> no, <laughs> because he's ashes. See, that's the, oh, that's the shit. joke. It's funny because he's dead. <laughs> that's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. You're all dead. Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my God, what's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. (laughs) 
So as we approach the end of the 2013 calendar year, it's only right, Cecil, that we take a moment and look back and reflect on the kind of year that it has been. And thankfully, the folks at Right Wing Watch are uh, going to help us with this. There are two lists that uh, we have to talk about. We would be terribly remiss uh, to miss. The first one is This Year in Homophobia. The 10 worst anti-LGBT stories of 2013. So 2013 was actually a pretty good year um, for uh, progress in the LGBT community and across the United States. Uh, Illinois, Cecil, our home state. Yes, our home state. Finally got on board after its fucking limp dick flaccid attempt to, uh, you know, got the civil union bullshit a few years back. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And then uh, finally went. You know, all the way penetration with the uh, same-sex marriage. <laughs> so, fucking about time. Right, right. Um, but not everybody's on the bandwagon. And uh, there's 10 of them here, See, So some of these we've talked about. Yeah, some of them we you talked know. about. And I, I mean, I'm going to talk about my favorite one that we talked about. And that's Pat Robertson, who lives in fear of getting AIDS from rings. Evidently, these gay people have these rings that have a little bit of blood i guess dried blood or maybe just some of their own blood or something where they they prick you with the ring and they give you aids when they shake your hand because nobody noticed when they're being stabbed by like a thumbtack nobody no, notices would, that how would you notice that right yeah and these rings are for gay people they're like green lanterns rings but they can't really create anything green out and you know forget it actually come to think of it they're not like green lantern rings at all <laughs> they are more like those secret society rings you remember those secret society rings that they used to poison people with they open like the top oh yeah they, like, right but like, in, instead the... they just hold anti-retrovirals like that's that's, <laughs> that's all they hold inside of there you know some of these are just so absurd that that reading through them like your my mind just shudders it just like like my brain actually shakes within its case, like I'm just it's it's horrifying. Um, one of the ones that I want to talk about is um, the Boy Scouts. This is just awesome. So the Boy Scouts of America, you know, um, revised its longstanding ban on openly gay uh, members. So you know, finally, it's okay to be a gay Boy Scout. It only took like sixty fucking years or something to be on board. Um, and of course everybody exploded on the right. That was, you know, this was like, this was like their, their like bastion of, uh, wholesome goodness. This was like fucking apple pie and pinewood derbies. Like you cannot touch this. Um, and they they thought on the anti-religious right, they, they said this would, the boy Scouts of America's new policy, um, would lead people to Satan and the end times. Um, while others compared gay rights advocates advocates to terrorists, serial killers, and cannibals. The head of the Southern Baptist Convention even suggested that openly gay scouts could trigger a nuclear, and this is my favorite, attack by North Korea because of the Boy Scouts. Well, yeah. Come on, don't be ridiculous. What the actual fuck? <laughs> like, Kim Jong-un's like, ugh. Don't tell me. Did the Americans allow gay Boy Scout members? Oh, shit. Wipe them off the, like, fucking start launching our nuclear weapons. But, sir, we're grossly mismatched in a nuclear confrontation. We're going to get 
annihilated fucking immediately if we were to do I don't care. It's worth it. If there's one gay Boy Scout several thousand miles away in a foreign country, that's enough for <laughs> me to... just one. I, there's I will just not allow one. this. We'll, we will slaughter every man, woman, and child yeah. to prevent this. What the fuck? What are you talking about? I want to talk quickly. I know we're going to move past this relatively quickly just so the listeners can go and read this on their own, but... Um, that woman, that Cindy Jacobs woman, the one's like, I was just making spaghetti one day and I made <laughs> I a bunch of spaghetti woman. like that lady. <laughs> um, she's talking in here, and then we played this on the show this year, but it was talking about blaming gay people for natural disasters or whatever, and she's talking about where she got a message from God where he just said, duck your head, duck your head. <laughs> Evidently, that's exactly what he said. But, um, you know, what I, what I wonder first... Uh, why isn't God more specific when he calls up and says, duck your head? Why doesn't he be like, duck your head on Tuesday in New York? You know what I mean? Like, why doesn't right. he, right. why isn't he more specific? But also it seems like she's on a panel of people who all are like prophecy people that are all talking to God. And I, it, I, it, it boggles my mind that all these people can kind of get along. And I, 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 I feel the exact same way about alt medicine, right? Like you get the homeopathy guy who's in like totally cool with the chiropractor, who's totally cool with the um the guy who does reiki therapy, who's totally you know what I mean? Like it yeah, seems like they're right. all, it seems like you should be at odds because you're basically saying the stuff I do works. I don't know about any of that other shit is what they need to say or I don't believe in any of that other shit and you shouldn't believe in it either. But instead they're not they're not doing that. They're like only stuff that actually works doesn't work. But stuff that doesn't work, ah, well, that's good stuff. That's okay. We're all in the same camp. And I feel the same way here. I'm just like, what if one of these people says something and then this Cindy Jacobs lady who's so busy making fucking Prince Spaghetti on Wednesday night is like, well, I disagree and I think this other thing. And I I talk to God too. Like how do they fucking – do they have like a fucking secret message board where they all get together and they're just like, look, I want to make sure that everybody goes to my website to donate this weekend so make sure I get – you know what I mean? Like it just feels weird when you're all saying I have a direct line to this imaginary being. You know, I, I but, but part of me says like all their bullshit rhymes anyway. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't – because there's no, I mean, there's no rhyme or reason to any of it. There's no uh, evidence. It's not like they're actually talking to God and like coming back and being like sincere about it and saying, oh, well, you know, God told me, uh, you know, that the cure for cancer was X. No, fuck that. No, God would never say that. No, God instead says, you know, duck, but not on Thursday. You know, like it's all this nonspecific fucking jargon. It's why, you know, it's sort of like why you can you can tell a Pisces and an Aries who live in the same house and fucking travel together two totally different pieces of travel news. And they'll both decide they were right. You know what I mean? Like now's a great time for travel. You should fucking stay home more. Oh, we went on a staycation. It was great. Oh yeah. We went to the museum. That was some traveling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it like all their bullshit is so nonspecific yeah. and open to interpretation. It's like, who fucking cares? Like they're all on a panel, like supporting each other. It's a giant, fucking circle jerk of prophecy it's a giant circle jerk of prophecy you just named this episode just so you know <laughs> you just named this episode 
awesome. And you know, there doesn't mean that there aren't groups of people in this country that uh, you know that I have sympathy for. I do, and there are kids that were brought into this country by their parents unknowing that they were breaking the law. And they will say to me and others who defend the rule of law, we have to do something about the 11 million. And some of them are valedictorians. Well, my answer to that is, and by the way, their parents brought them in. It wasn't their fault. It's true in some cases, but they aren't all valedictorians. They weren't all brought in by their parents. Uh, for everyone who's a valedictorian, there's another hundred out there that um, they weigh 130 pounds and they've got calves the size of cantaloupes because they're hauling 75 pounds of marijuana across the desert. So Cecil, this, this next list um, comes from uh, eight of 2013's worst xenophobic leaders. Uh, 2013 was not such a bang up year for uh, immigration. Immigration really didn't take off. You know, immigration bills were proposed to, uh, you know, actually work on some of the immigration issues in this country. Nothing fucking happened, of course, because uh, we couldn't pass fucking legislation if it was gas in this country. It's ridiculous. Um, but there's some there's some uh, nativists. I think they're calling them here. Um, some of the worst xenophobic leaders identified for us on this list, Cecil. What was your favorite? My favorite's number five, Phyllis. Um, to hear Phyllis talk, <laughs> she sounds like an angry fucking grandma who hates everything that isn't white. And when you listen to her talk, and I'm not saying that's how Phyllis is. Maybe she is, maybe she isn't. But she certainly sounds like it when she talks. And I'm going to play a clip of Phyllis right now because you just, I mean, you just can't not listen to what this has, this woman has to say. One of the big issues here is um, the Republicans trying to figure out a way to connect with Hispanics. And uh, President Bush did it. But um, what, what is your suggestion for them? Well, I think that's a great myth because uh, the Hispanics who come in like this are going to vote Democrat. And there is not a slightest bit of evidence that they're going to vote Republican. And uh, the, the, the people of the Republicans should reach out to are the white votes that they white voters uh, who didn't vote in the last election. And there are millions of them. You know, when she's saying, like, you know, that's a myth. It's not a myth, lady. <laughs> like, it's not a myth. There's a there's plenty of Latino voters that vote um conservative well at least there was until you opened your right mouth. george bush did very well george w yeah. did very well among among hispanic voters and really if you look at a lot of the the social issues like hispanic voters are really primed in a lot of ways to move to the right if the right would take a more reasonable stance on immigration um, I think they would have a significant voting block, block within the Hispanic community. Um, this is a primarily conservative Catholic community. That is a that is a group of people. Um, now, granted, there's other issues that might lean them Democrats, so maybe they'd split at the very least because they're also they also tend to be pretty urban um, and you know reasonably lower income. Um, so that but might... they're willing to vote for George Bush, right? But that, you know what I mean, like exactly, like so some things are going to trump other things, right. and they're just going to have to. Because you have a shitty system in our country. We're just like oh, I'm going to fucking take a dump on two plates, and you got to eat one of them. It's like well, <laughs> great. This is the Thanks. worst. I'm not having dinner. I hope at your you house had corn yesterday. At least there'll be something edible in that. <laughs> <laughs> corn and peanuts corn and peanuts <laughs> crap he had a salad oh <laughs> oh no i'm in for it's it better than cheese because cheese is hard to eat you have a high so protein diet i'm just densely saying densely packed you might want some densely packed fiber in there yeah 
little yard cigar for it's you. It's a horror so. show. Yeah. So yeah, I just I feel like you know like okay they're gonna have to pick something. So when they pick something, they're gonna be like okay, well pick something. It's I I gotta go somewhere. And some issues are gonna re- resonate with them over other issues. The longer you stand in the way of the Hispanic voting block in this country and wave your arms and say get fucking back where you belong right you're losing more and more and more and more voters so you're 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 fucking burying yourself with that demographic every time you get out there and fucking wave your hate flag so you know this dummy clearly doesn't care what she wants to do is she wants to go knock on the doors of the people who would have vote conservative and wake them up so that they actually and like fucking bust them to the voting station or whatever. Right. Like that's her fucking grand plan is to get new voters, not appeal to people differently or change your stance at all. You know, not we wouldn't want to do that. Instead, we're going to go fucking rouse people out of bed. To vote for us. <laughs> well, you know, the, but you, you seriously, I mean, look at this woman and just pause for a moment. Like this is, I mean, I hate, she is a very old lady. Like this is like a 35 <laughs> That's mile. That's an understatement. I know, right? Like this is a 35 <laughs> mile an hour drive in blue hair. You know, this is yeah. not the future of America. Like this is oh, barely the future she, of 2014. Has, <laughs> I know she's not going to have a long future at it's, all. <laughs> so, I mean, the idea that somebody would turn to this, to this woman and say like, well, you know, what's your plan? And it's like, well, Fucking who cares what your plan is? Like her plan is buggy whips and model know, A's. Right? That's what her plan oh is. Oh my gosh, she's not she's not really uh in tune with the people. Uh yeah. That's because she's not sure where she's at. So Yeah, she doesn't she still thinks the ice fucking needs to go onto the ice right, box. Yeah. Like that's what she thinks. Yeah, that's uh, go get another block of ice from the store, from the corner store. And while you're there, sure. pick me up a pack of cigarettes. I'm seven. I don't care. Get out of you know. Bang, zoom, right in the kiss. the horse. Fucking ridiculous. My favorite in this one was Mark Kirkhorian. Um, and because he says that nativists are waging a heroic struggle against ethnic chauvinist groups and their allies, and this I love, in big business, big labor, all the big donors, <laughs> big government, big education, big media, big philanthropy, Big 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 It's all about big So yeah like all those uh fucking big educational those fucking rich fat cat teachers and their powerful lobby and I hate those goddamn philanthropists always going around spending their money to make the world better. Who the fuck do they think they are? Big philanthropy, Bunch of dicks. And big religion. What is big religion? Big religion. It's it's just fat religious. Guys. I heard a bad religion, yeah. but I've never heard a big religion. They must have opened. Yeah, for no, it's just time. fat religious guys. That's all. <laughs> it's pretty much just fat religious people. Uh, I, I, well, we're halfway there, Tom. Yeah, I know. Halfway I, there. Fucking, I may as well fucking come to Jesus. Why not? Here we go. I'll be <laughs> coming to him there, anyway. I we got a special mention. Um, two special mentions, Michelle Bachman saying that, uh, that basically Obama won the reelection in part oh. because he gave some undocumented immigrants right to vote and he totally didn't. It's awesome because you click on the he didn't and it goes to PolitiFact and it's like pants on fire lie. <laughs> like she's just she's just sitting there just lying. 
Like that's what drives me crazy is like there's no check. There's no balance in the system. She can just be interviewed somewhere and then she can say a blatant fucking lie. And it's always on the last page, the fucking correction. It's never nobody comes out and is like fucking that was just a lie. She just said a lie. That's not a real thing. I know. I know, man, but it almost doesn't even matter, you know, because the, the trick is the game is just say it loud enough and often enough. Yeah. And somebody's going to believe that that's true. And then yeah. they're going to repeat it at fucking dinner and they're going to pass it around the water cooler. Yep. And it's going to go yep. on an email blast and someone's going to make it to the church bulletin. And soon enough, it's going to be true enough for sure. uh, for a lot of people. Um, and it's fucking you depressing have- that this is like this should be a responsible citizen of the world. Michelle Bachman. Yeah. Shouldn't. I mean, she should fucking know better. This other one too, the Steve King guy. The guy who says that they're going to be walking oh, through the desert with the grapefruit candles. He's got yeah. like that calf fetish. Yeah. Where he's like, he's like, oh man, I wish I could lick a sweaty Latino's calves. <laughs> the drug mules with cantaloupe calves. <laughs> cantaloupe calves. <laughs> oh man, I love a good drug mule with big calves. Come over here, let me see your melon balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna put you in my fruit salad. <laughs> So we're going to play a few voicemails quickly uh, just so we could get some of these out of the way. There's Most of these had questions, so we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the questions. And one of these is actually uh, from another podcaster he sent us, and we're going to play his last, but we're going to talk about these other voicemails here real quick. So the first one I'm going to play for you is Esme. Hi, Tom and Cecil. This is Esme. Um, I'm calling because I'm, uh, I live in L.A., and I just drove past. Church of Latter-day Saints, like, compound, which is just this massive, massive piece of property, when I realized that not only did I not have to pay property tax on that piece of property, uh, they also, they, they, they don't even have to let it, they don't even have to make it available to everybody. Um, most of that compound is um, only accessible by Mormons and, like, Mormons of a certain, like, I don't know, that, that Mormons that have special access. Um, Los Angeles could be making, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars each year on the property taxes for this, for this property, and instead it's just being used by a few elite Mormons. I just think it's criminal. The reason I'm calling is, is I want to know if you guys can tell me <clears throat> of any organization that that is working towards making, um, taking away tax-exempt status from churches. Okay, I hope it's not too long of a message. Love you guys. Bye. So Esme wants to know if there's someone right now who's basically trying to stop churches from getting tax-exempt status. And the answer to that is yes, and we had him on the show. His name's David Silverman. He works with the American Atheists, and they are currently, with a bunch of other secret groups, secularist groups, pardon me, are trying to claim that the Internal Revenue Service gives preferential treatment to churches and religious organizations uh, who have a 501c3. So he's trying to, yeah, that's currently, I guess they they brought that lawsuit together when we we had him on last, and this was last year, I want to say he was on our show. Um, 
So if you're interested, that's uh, the American Atheist is a great way to you. You could donate to them, and this would help them because it you know also adds to their legal fund. Another uh, group that also does legal work is the Freedom From Religion Foundation. They have tons of lawsuits in place all the time. You might want to check them out as well. Well, I'm going to play the next one here. This one is from Casey. Hey, guys, this is uh, Casey from New Mexico, and I was listening to your last show, and you had a story about Gordon Klingenschmidt, and I know you guys love to talk about him a lot. I just wanted to uh, let you know that he is currently running for um, – I believe State House of Representatives in Colorado. Um, so he's representing District 15, which is uh, Colorado Springs, so a very, I guess, uh, conservative area of Colorado. But um, yeah, I just want to let you guys know. And uh, if you're interested in uh, looking at his website, uh, it's gordonforcolorado.com. I already went there and uh, yeah, some pretty funny stuff. All right, thanks, guys. Love the show. Bye. Well, it's interesting that uh, Klingenschmidt, Klingenschmittl is uh, running for uh, for office there. Yeah, take that, Colorado Springs. Like, that's who you're going to have possibly representing you? Klingerschmidt? Really? That sucks, man. This guy God. in public office would just be a fucking criminal. Just an absolute fucking criminal. I had no idea that he was, uh, he was running. The- that's scary as hell that he's running it you know the thing is is i don't know what kind of if it's a conservative area or not or whatever if there's a chance he's going to get elected but what a terrifying thing if he gets elected because that guy's clearly a fucking crazy person the only hope is that his name won't fit on any of the buttons right you know it's like vote cling just fucking eventually just vote cling on i'm not gonna vote for a cling on right. what are you kidding me ah i'm romulan all the way yeah. <laughs> So uh, we also got a voicemail from Eden Prime. I'm going to play that for you. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Eden Prime. Um, I just wanted to see what you guys thought about something. So I'm as skeptical as the next guy, right? And um, there's this one thing that just really bothers me. It's called uh, sodium fluoride. I'm sure you guys have heard all this stuff and all these conspiracies about fluoride and this and that. But... Um, as far as like what the what it does and the stuff that it's in, it just to me it just doesn't add up at all. Uh, fluoride, we are we know that it's it's in our tap water. When you start to see what else it's in, then that's when it starts to get a little weird. Like say it's um an active ingredient in like poison for pesticides for like pesticides for for rats and what have you. They also fumigate houses with uh, aerosol form of fluoride. So I was like, huh, interesting. And um, the EPA, you look at the Environmental Protection Agency, they label it as toxic waste. So I was like, huh, that's that's interesting again. And then also you find out that it's um, it's an active ingredient or prominent ingredient in, a, in a antidepressants like Prozac. So Eden Prime is asking about uh, fluoride. And, you know, is fluoride a thing that we should be worried about? Because there's, you know, the thing you can find right. in Prozac, you know, is it a rat poison? What's going on? Um, I, I did a little bit of research on this. And, and what I found very quickly um, was that uh, what's in Prozac is a, is a 
a substance called fluxotine. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Fluxotine. It doesn't sound that. It's not ovaltine. It's fluxotine. And uh, I'm probably totally mispronouncing that. In any case, uh, it is uh, it is not fluoride. There are some fluorine like molecules in it, but it's not fluoride. What you get on your teeth is sodium fluoride, right. which is toxic in large doses, just like lots of things we consume with toxic in large doses. But you're oh, first off, you're not probably supposed to with the stuff we get in the water is a very, very, very trace amount. And the stuff you put on your teeth when you brush your teeth, you're supposed to spit it out anyway. So that there's it's not harmful to humans. The other fluoride you were talking about, sulfurial fluoride, and there are fluorine, there's a part of that is fluorine, but there's also oxygen and sulfur in it. And that's different than just sodium fluoride, which has different atoms in it. Like it's a different molecule. So it's like, well, one can be poisonous, one is not poisonous one is are, are less poisonous because i i mean let's be honest sodium fluoride if you take enough of it it is poisonous but it's not in the thing that they poison rats with that's a different thing so when somebody oh, the, the the places that i did find and i don't know tom if you if you experienced this because i know you did a little search <clears throat> the places that i did find that were talking about this stuff being bad for you was all natural news sites right um you know, I didn't find anything credible at all indicating that uh, fluoride was bad. What um, what I think is important to note here is um, toxicity is always about dosage. It's always about amount. Um, sure. Vitamin A, right? You know, vitamin A. Vitamin A in large doses can and has um, killed people. Um, there's stories. I remember reading stories about uh, people exploring the Arctic. Um, eating uh, bear livers. Bear livers are extremely high in vitamin A, and they died incredibly horrible deaths as a result of eating bear livers. They had um, vitamin A is, of course, not toxic to you. It's beneficial to you if you have a little bit, and it is toxic to you if you have a lot of bit. So um, this idea that um, people will throw the word poison out, like it's poison. It's, um, well, I, how much is poison? Uh, a little bit might be beneficial. Um, a little bit might prevent you from getting cavities, which is no small thing. Let's, you know, I think we live in an age now where we take dental hygiene largely for granted, um, particularly those of us who are fortunate enough to be middle class or above, um, people who uh, don't have dental insurance and access to uh, dental care, um, and people in the developing world. Um, that's a big fucking deal. Like tooth decay yeah. is a big fucking deal. It's not, we, we have, uh, we take dental hygiene and good dental health, uh, in large part for granted. Uh, most of us have that luxury. So, um, you know, fluoride, as I was able to determine from poking around online, I didn't find one thing that looked even remotely credible or had us link to a study, um, that suggested that sodium fluoride, um, as it's used in municipal water supplies and in toothpastes has any kind of detrimental effect. I did find a lot of right. stuff about how it's fucking awesome for your teeth though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, the, those sites that I saw that were against it and that said that it was bad, were all like natural news sites. Those were all the ones that were saying it's in Prozac. Right. Well, it's not in Prozac. It's a different thing that's in Prozac. It's in rat poison. No, it's not. It's a different thing that's in rat poison. And I'm sure there's a chemist out there who could make an analogy, but you know, something like it'd be saying something like, well, there's, 
you know, there's oxygen and ozone, you know, and that's bad. And ozone's bad for right. you. It's like, yeah, well, there's oxygen and ozone, but it's, you know, it's got an extra molecule of, or an atom of oxygen, or I don't know how to, I don't know what the specificity is, but, you know, it has a, it's an O3 instead of an O2. Well, you can't breathe O3. You would die if you, if you breathe just straight O3, but it's all oxygen atoms sure. in there. So there's, I'm sure there's better, more better examples out there that someone could come up with, but that's just what right off the top of my head. So, you know, it, it's really important to pay attention to exactly what's in those things. Um, but it's a good question. And, you know, it's good to question that stuff and be like, man, I heard this thing. Be like, okay, well, do, do a little research. Go talk to somebody. Great place. One of the best places I've seen to debunk stuff like this, Reddit has a skeptic board. And that skeptic board has a really good core of people. And I've seen that all the time. People will just put, debunk this, colon, and they'll put a line of something. And someone will put something on there. And in fact, one of the things I found about Prozac that you talked about came from Reddit. So, you know, somebody on there said, no, it's a different thing. So, but thank you for the voicemail. And, and I think that's great that, that you know, you're questioning. Absolutely. Thank you. We got uh, the last voicemail. This is from Mike Marsh. This is uh, Mike is uh, one of the people who does Skeptics with a K, and he also does a podcast called Be Reasonable. Uh, and he left us a message. This isn't for us, though. I think more. <laughs> this is more for Tyler. Hi guys, it's Marsh here. You might remember me. I was the uh, the funny, clever one that you had on the show that time. <clears throat> Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd call to talk about that email you got from a guy called Tyler. Uh, I'm not calling up to defend an English degree, you know, as a fellow English graduate, because essentially, fuck that. Now, instead, what I did want to do is critically appraise his email, uh, given that that's all my English degree is potentially good for, really. Um, and just So I thought I'd highlight two of the main themes that came through in his email. So, theme one appeared to be that it is wrong to disparage someone else's education because you think it isn't as good as your own. That was theme one. Whereas theme two was Tyler disparaging your education because he didn't think it was as good as his own. Now, as you correctly pointed out in your show, uh, Tyler doesn't tell you what degree he did do, but we can safely assume it wasn't an English degree because if he'd done an English degree, he'd understand the meanings of the words irony, humility and hubris. That's all I wanted to share. Uh, catch you guys in the new year. Have a great one. Bye now. I'm not going to say anything. Nope. Nope. That's all done. That's it. That's it. All done. Perfect. We lost that guy. That so lost. <laughs> Fucking. So we're up to about $800 in our challenge. Uh, we want to make sure that people recognize that uh, that we we gave it a couple extra weeks here. But we'd love it if you guys would take a moment between now and the end of January and donate to your local food depository and send us the receipt. Uh, we are going to try to get $300 for the local food depository here, the Greater Chicago Food Depository, of our own money. We're matching people. If you go 3000 all of you, all of our listeners, if you go 3000 total by that time, we're going to donate $150 a piece, $300 of our own money. And this is going to help people locally to you. So you want, you're going to want to get involved in this and, and just give a little bit of money, five bucks, 10 bucks, send us the receipt and we're going to add it all up at the end. Uh, we hope that we can motivate you to donate, uh, donate $3,000 amongst you. Yeah. It's a, it's a good cause donating local 
goes a long way toward impacting people in your community. Um, so rather than doing a drive with Doctors Without Borders, which is what we did last year, um, we decided to do something that's you know, local to you so you can see the impact on your own community of your own dollars. We're just the aggregator to see kind of how much um, our listeners were kind enough to generate. So um, please do make that donation. Uh, you know, this is one of those things, too, that people always bag on atheists about. They're like, oh, you atheists don't ever give any money. You guys don't do any charity. Well, this is your opportunity to prove those people wrong. I mean, we last year we raised almost $9,000 for Doctors Without Borders. You can raise, I mean, just just a little bit of your money goes a long way at those places. It really does. And those people will be thankful for it. And you're going to be feeding people who really need it. So go out of your way, make a little donation. A little goes a long way. We got an email from Stu, and Stu sent us this <laughs> crazy-ass story from uh, Emirates 24-7. A maid accused of casting magic spell on the family, and essentially this woman... <laughs> who's the wife has a vision. I'm going to read directly from the article. The wife had a vision. She saw in her dream that the maid had hidden magical items in an attempt to split her from her husband. And she also saw where the items were hidden. And then later on, the man searched where the place, the place where the wife had found uh, the wife, pardon me. I searched in the place seen by the wife and found magic items placed by the maid. They included amulet amulets, a talisman, blood oh blood and other items i managed to dismantle the magic work but i continued to suffer from the allergy in my hands for two days after i touched those items that's clearly not translated correctly <laughs> <laughs> but the items are awesome because one's like a like scribble paper yeah the um the whatever picture this is of the items um, I like the idea that he dismantled. I'm just picturing him like, like with like a pair of like magic wire cutters. That's exactly. What I was going <laughs> <with>. <laughs> Did I take it from? You? No, no. It's. I was just gonna say, cut the blue. Yeah, letter. exactly. You right. Do. Like he's yeah, like he's like the got the letter. chain of the amulet in his hand, and he's shaking and sweats. Poor. He yeah. got a guy on the phone <laughs> from like the magical. He's his own brow with his yeah, sleeve. <laughs> Cut the blue wire. You've only got seconds. I don't know which one is blue. One's teal. I don't know. Fuck. And then trying to like his hand is shaking. And then he cuts the wrong one. It shouldn't like a, be a teal wire. A ghost appears like. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah, that shit is crazy. And it totally looks like what it looks like to me is that the wife planted some fucking crazy exactly. shit around the house to get the. And, you know, like you really got to fucking hate somebody in that culture oh. fucking accuse them of witchcraft because they're fucked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you get caught by the fucking Hogwarts police or whatever they have over there, <laughs> they're going to fuck you <laughs> up, muggles. man. Yeah, man. They will fuck you Can you, you imagine up. going to like Saudi prison for witchcraft? I mean, it's like. It, it's seriously like be hopping into a goddamn time machine. I mean, you may as well just, yeah. I mean, you're going to seriously be in a dungeon at that yeah, point. Oh, yeah. An absolutely. Yeah, you're probably dungeon. in like chained to the wall. Yeah. It's just a horror. They show. slide a bowl of gruel and a piece of moldy bread <laughs> under the door. You got to fight the cockroaches off to There's eat. There's like it. chained up skeletons next to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking a set of goonies. <laughs> one-eyed willy <laughs> so uh we got an email from alexi and alexi was talking about some uh ideas one of the things that he had a couple of different ideas for 
were uh, ways to find atheist resources. He calls it an atheist ecosystem guide. He says, a way for interested people uh, to understand what is out there and to find resources, history, people, organizations, websites, communities, shows, arguments, etc. A few years ago, I would have found something like this very helpful. Uh, getting thrown after getting through the big names, it took me a while to realize that there is a vibrant ecosystem of podcasts, blogs, etc. Communities out there. There are a few places right now that are starting to aggregate. Uh, big groups of things. Secular programming is one of those places. I know Free Thought Blogs brings a bunch of people together. So there are some aggregators out there, but you're right. There isn't just one big, there's been a couple blog posts here and there where people post a bunch of stuff, but it really is about, you know, reaching out and, and finding, you know, that community. And it's hard. It's really hard to, to reach out as an atheist. I mean, the best thing you can do is Google. Yeah. You know, the, the one thing I'll say is uh, two things really is first, uh, thankfully, we're in an age where we have the internet. Um, imagine being in the same position uh, even 10, 15 years ago. Um, yeah. It would have been, a, it would have been, you know, trying to find written newsletters and, you know, finding people. I don't even know what you would do. I mean, just, just hope. I think you just have to hope that you ran into somebody that you could have a conversation with at university or something. I don't, I don't know what you're, I don't know what you would do yeah. 10 or 15 years ago. Um, and then I would point out, um, you know, one of the advantages to the church system, right, is that um, you can take ideas like this, uh, Alexi, which are good ideas, um, and in a church system, you can run them up to your, I don't know, council of elders or whatever you fucking have, your trustees or whatever, um, and you can mobilize a huge group of people relatively easily. Um, you've got resources. As atheists, we don't have that. Um, so I would say, you know, Lexi, if you've got good ideas um, that you're interested in, um, you're the guy to do it. You're the guy, um, whoever you are listening. Uh, if there's something that you think is needed in the community um, and you know what it is, then you're the guy to do it. Um, it's, it's, it's very much like a Lorax moment for you. Like, it's not going to get better if you're not active. Um, you can't. There's not a council of elders to run this up to. So if you've got a good idea, act on it um, and then share it yeah. and we'll promote it. So let us know if you uh, make any progress with these ideas. Speaking of promoting good ideas, there's uh, someone uh, sent us a message and said, hey, can you promote our Facebook page? There's not a many, many members right now, but uh, but this is a, a Facebook page that we're going to put a link to. It's Opinionated Atheists. Uh, New Zealand, uh, the opinionated atheist New Zealand. So it's basically, I don't know that there's a lot of members in it right now, but New Zealand, what? You got like 15, 20 people there. So I mean, <laughs> I, it seems like half of you are already signed up. So, you know, we need to get the other half. And uh, and also, I think they're, they might let some people that are from Australia in if they wanted, if they live close enough to New Zealand, I guess if you could skip that rock across right, just the pond there. Take a break from the sheep the fucking side. and get yeah. on with it already. <laughs> But we'll put a link to this, so um, so we're going to put this up on our website. Somebody had asked us to plug this, so we're going to do it. The last thing we want to talk about is we were sent this by Dustin, um, the missionaries in Uganda. There's a oh. there's a a thing, a documentary trailer uh, called um, it's called God Loves Uganda, and he sent this to us. This is a great, amazing, powerful. Uh, clip. It's not a clip. It's a trailer for this sh for this 
um, for this movie. And Tom and I are going to try to find a way to to watch this. There's a, a local place in Chicago at the University of Chicago where it might be playing in May. So Tom and I are looking at maybe going to that. But uh, but wow, it looks super powerful. Uh, and we are both really kind of, I mean, I'm kind of dreading seeing it, but I would love to see it. And, you know, it's those douchebags angle uh, is in it. And it's the international, it's the IHOP people, the pancake uh, right, prayer people right. that are over there basically ruining the fucking world for other people because they're so fucking self-righteous. And this is a movie all about that. It looks sad as shit. Oh, it does, um, man. But it looks it looks great. Thank you for sending yeah. this in. I, I saw this trailer and I was flabbergasted. I mean, I really was left. If the movie is a, a third as powerful as this trailer, yeah. um, it, it will be a tour de force. Uh, it, it, it's, ugh. I, I was kind of speechless yeah. watching it. Yeah. I really was. I was too. It really is. It really looked powerful. We're gonna put a. We're actually gonna put the uh, the video. We're gonna embed the video in this week's episode. So if you're interested, go to episode one thirty one of Cognitive Dissonance at dissonancepod.com and uh, watch the uh, the trailer. It'll be embedded into this episode. This week we had such a good week here at Cognitive Dissonance. I just have to mention that. Uh, we won the fan, final fan, <laughs> fantasy football league. We won the football league uh, this week. It was Noah. Uh, the, there was a, Noah had created a football foot, fantasy football league, um, and people all around the world who are listening have no fucking idea what that is. But uh, the people who know what it is, Noah created one for podcasters, for secular podcasters. And uh, we came out on top uh, beating Noah by four points this week. And therefore, winning the championship, um, it's it sucks because because the trophy is just a used condom, so it's it's a really kind of just a shitty trophy. But but we did win, and we did beat the scathing atheist. So uh, so there is some rejoicing here in cognitive dissonance land. And by we, I want to point out, uh, I'm vaguely aware of the words fantasy football. As with all things on this show, Cecil did all the work. Yeah. I did do all the work this time, but Tom said he's going to play next year. I am. Year. I'm going to pick. So. Um, I'm just going to just randomly pick people and just see That's how it works. That's what you should do. You should, what, I told, what I told them I should have done was just pick all the people who are super hyper-religious because they can't fail. There you they go. always thank God. That, I, think that, I actually think that would be an awesome strategy to pick it them. It would have kind of failed because Tim Tebow's out of football now, and he was a huge, huge, huge God supporter, that guy. But was, it, was he, was he in, in the league case, in 2013? Did he kick out midseason? He 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 trained with the camp this year, and then they brought him on for like a game or two, and then they just let him Was go. Is he just not good? Is he just not a good? No, he's oh, terrible. Okay. He's awful. We'll take that. Yeah, no, he's really bad. But anyway, so as you're listening to this, just think in the back of your head that Queen song, We Are the Champions. Just play that over and over and over again in your head, because um, we are at Cognitive Distance. We're winners here. All right, I've rubbed it in there enough. There you go. That's it for this week's show. <laughs> We'll see you next week. Leave you as always with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead, pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. 
Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands. Bloody. Evidential. Conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 